WIPA team is proud to bring you WIPA Waves, the sound waves of your career. And the F words, the taboo stops here. Let's tackle the tough issues together. Hi, my name is Lindsay Rainwater. I am the founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. We believe that storytelling has a magical way of connecting us all. We give a voice to tough topics and break down any fear of being alone. WIFA Waves is the podcast devoted to the sound waves of your career, giving voice to our global community. Please also enjoy our newest addition to our podcast family, F-Words. We highlight the taboo topics and feature words like fertility, finance, facelift, and fillers. We're going to break down any tough issues that we might face together. Enjoy today's episode of WIFA Waves and F-Words. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the WIFA Waves podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Ms. Suzelle Snowden. She is the founder of Fit Bodies, Inc., the largest teaching vacation organization in the world. Fit Bodies, Inc. blends the vacation aspirations of exercise professionals with the wellness needs of a luxury resort. Suzelle's passion is to share fitness with others by coordinating partnerships and creating vacation opportunities for skilled fitness, wellness, and sports professionals. With over 35 years in the fitness industry, Suzelle is a CPT and GFI with numerous other certifications as well. When Suzelle is not traveling, she is the director for the Cincinnati Galloway marathon program where she continues to inspire others to make the seemingly impossible become very possible. Welcome, Suzelle. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Morgan, for having me. And Jennifer, thank you guys so much. Um, It's a pleasure and it's an honor. Yes, I just want to like give a little backstory about how um, we met actually again it feels like every time I talk to anyone who has been in the fitness industry for a while, they know who you are. And I was still young in my um, career in the fitness world when we went to FIBO in Miami in, what was that, 2019? Um, And actually met your husband first, and he could not stop talking about how incredible you were. And he's (laughs) like, the Women in Fitness Association, my wife, she could run that basically, you know, he was just totally doting on you. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this man. I clearly need to meet his wife. And so he introduced uh, me to you and we had fun in Miami and you came to our cocktail reception. And when I heard what Fit Bodies Inc. did, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I need to recertify in something so that I can go on vacation. (laughs) And um, also like our WIFA members need to know about this. So little backstory about how WIFA and you collided. And again, I know, you know, a ton of our members and you've now been a member with, um, several colleagues of yours. So 
Um, but to kick us off, we uh, we love to talk about purpose and how that informs our daily actions. So I'd love to hear from you. What's your purpose and how does that inform your daily actions? Right. That is, is such a great question. And and, um, and thanks for sharing that story. That's that's cool. I, I have to say cocktail parties. I always tell everyone I um, I love I want to meet somebody at a uh, and, and discuss things at a bar with a glass of wine or a, or a dirty martini or something, because sitting across a desk makes me feel like I'm in the principal's office or something. I don't know. Not that I ever was, but, you know, it's just like, I think that you get the most out of, um, you know, you're relaxed and, and that's kind of a part of um, our business too. It kind of all comes together with that and maybe because of my personality, but as far as my purpose, you know, I, uh, growing up, I was always active and, and, and honestly, dating myself, um, where I grew up, there weren't women's sports, you know, there was no organized women's sports. I mean, we, you know, I played baseball on, you know, in the, the dirt with my neighborhood buddies and, um, I swam at the pool and I was a lifeguard, which is really cool, but we didn't have organized women's sports. If we had, I would have certainly been an athlete in something, maybe swimming. I'm not even sure. Um, but I guess maybe that's a good thing because I was able to decide what it was that I loved to do. And I was, I wanted to play tennis so badly that I couldn't stand it. That's all I did, all I thought about. And finally, my husband said, okay, we can afford it. You can play twice a week, you know, so I go to, we joined this tennis club. And while I'm, you know, faking my way through it, because I was just one of the younger ones and I was athletic enough to be able to do it without really knowing what I was doing. I met this girl teaching aerobics inside a squash court. And I was instantly in love. I couldn't, I don't know why, but it just, it had, it was a calling. And so I put on the leg warmers and the Jane Fonda outfit and I joined in and then I got her cassette tapes probably or VHS tapes back then. I don't know. And I just became that aerobics girl and um, actually eventually opened up an aerobics studio and started training instructors as well. So all this is this calling. And I think so my purpose was always to motivate people. Um, and then I started running, I decided to run a marathon. The next thing I know, I have to tell everybody else how to do it. And I wanna show them how, how amazing it is to cross that finish line. The first time, that feeling you never get back ever. Uh, although I crossed a lot of finish lines and a lot of longer distances and including a hundred miles. But, um, and that was the same kind of feeling. <laughs> I was a little more sore, but that's what they're going to be. But, you know, it was like, it, it, there's something inside me that motivates. I, I'm a self-motivator, but I don't want to just be a self-motivator. I want to motivate others. And, um, and I just can't stop. So I think that's it. I, I motivate in many ways, but fitness and the way I feel, the way I know it makes other people feel is something I want to share all over the world. And I figured out a way without even realizing that's what I was doing. So I, I guess that kind of answers the question that you asked. <laughs> but that's, that's a beautiful story. And, and you see that red line all the way through your life. It's like it, it didn't matter what the activity application was. Your, your role was the same all the way yeah. through. And, you know, when, when you look back on purpose, that, that's what you look for as your indicator. It's like, what am I here for? What have I done? If I kind of zoom out in that 30,000 foot view of my life and yeah, I, I, you're, you're motivating people to get active and build strength and confidence. And yeah, that's, that's honestly the, the 
I think the most rewarding thing about our sector is that you get that contact with people and you can, and, and you can see the transformation and, and know that you're a part of it. So that's. Yeah, it's true. And you know, when I got into marathon training uh, or training on my own, I, I wanted to do this so badly. And I picked the rock and roll marathon was, a, there was only one, it was only going to be one. Now there's a lot. Uh, and I trained, I, I went with team and training. It didn't really do much more than I raised some money and I followed their, their thing, but I didn't go to their motivational thing. I thought that was cool, but, but they were motivating through charity. And when I finished and I realized what an accomplishment it was, you know, the one thing that's interesting, and I find it to be the case with a lot of things that I, I've done, um, when, when you cross the finish line in marathoning, and I know we're not talking about that, but this is always something that always comes to mind. You have this new power that you never had before. If I can do that, then I can do so many other things. It takes you to a place. And when I did the 100 miler, I had that same feeling, but it, was, but it should have taken a few weeks off <laughs> because it's like, oh my gosh, I, I just ran 100 miles. So I might as well just do a marathon next week because I just did 100. So, you know, there's sometimes that's a little bit misplaced, but really, truly, um, I know not just from marathon training and, and, and ultra distance training, but from all the fitness um, certifications, like you said, I have, I have a list of them that would, if I, if I put them all on a card, the card would drop to the floor because I can't stop learning. And I love education and I love being able to uh, learn new things and find the things that I, that, that really uh, resound with me. So with um, all the things that I did, you know, I started off with aerobics and then low impact was not fun, but I did it and I found a purpose for it. And then, then there was step and then there was spin. Oh my gosh, I couldn't get off the bike. And so I just love that. And I love that there's more and more. I love seeing more and more. And with our, this organization that you ladies have put together, it's, it's awesome to see all of us sharing all these things and promoting it, uh, not just to the women, but to the guys out there too that that uh, can be inspired by all of us and what we're doing absolutely like you, you've done so much so like can can you distill like your top two or three career highlights is that possible <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah for with fit bodies especially um you know i didn't even know i had a business for several years i was doing it out of that passion and it was my husband, uh, he was a state farm insurance agent and he, you know, provided a wonderful life for us. I owned the studio, but I had to ask him for payroll about every three months, you know, it's a studio. Um, so, but, and that was really cool. I loved having that studio. So I have to say that was probably really amazing because it was my first business. And, um, and I started not only teaching classes, I created some classes that are, I still could probably highlight today that were, one was called hard bodies. And I just about killed people, but we all got stronger for it. It was an interval class, but I didn't know that word um, then. And so that was really cool. But to create the studio was the, was an awesome thing. And the business part, but you know, when I bought that studio from somebody who already had it and I was running it for her, the day I bought it, the toilet broke. Um, I found out I had to pay common area maintenance taxes. I mean, I found all these things. That isn't what I signed up for. I signed up for being an owner of an aerobic studio and teaching classes anytime I wanted and, and, and training instructors to be a, an incredible instructor. And um, so that was a big realization. And then the payroll, you know, so 
it was almost like the boat we bought the first um the you you know your best your best moment is the day you buy it and the day you sell it so i'm not saying people out there don't buy a studio don't have a studio but i think anybody who's been in that industry can agree in that position that, that i was in can agree that that was kind of a nice moment it was a sad moment but when it was gone i was like now i'm a little more free and the timing fits because that's exactly the same year it was my I, my pivotal year 1998 many things happened i lost my father who you know he had been ill so it wasn't a it wasn't a surprise but you know i lost my father um and uh the studio somebody bought all my equipment they said they asked for steps i said how about the rest of it and you know it went and i've realized i got a phone call from two other hotels so i was just doing this for fun you guys i was at a resort and their instructor hurt herself and I filled in and taught some step classes and the place went nuts and the guests love it and they asked if I was coming back so I went back and six months later and they didn't they they told me they weren't that I didn't have to pay for my room my husband and I were like what you know I, I'll pay full price and teach your people and train your instructor come on you know but of course I agreed that was fine <laughs> I didn't pay but then all of a sudden the word got out and two other hotels in that same brand called me because we didn't have internet then in the 90s and that or we weren't using it I should say and they said we want you to do the same thing for us so I'm like oh this is cool this is fun and then not long after that my husband said to me we've got to figure out a way to make this a business model because you know there's a lot of money into these faxes and phone calls that you know you're having fun and they're having fun but maybe we ought to do make something out of it so we created this model that's the same model today where instructors do, you know, they, they pay for the service that we put, provide, but we're the ones who put it all together and get you where you're going. So that would be definitely one of the biggest moments when that, when I realized this is a business, um, I didn't change anything. I still had, I still run, ran it on passion. I still do. And sometimes there's business, uh, probably business moves I should be making that I don't make because that's not my direction. And I do want to make it a, a successful business. No question. But um, I'm, you know, I'm not out there to build this gigantic business and have somebody come and, 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 you know, buy it or something. You know, that's not my goal. My goal is to continue to do all the things that I'm doing. So I guess that would be the other time when I realized that I actually had a business that I, and I didn't have a business plan, um, never did, never have. And I just kind of go with it. And, um, and, that, and, that, and that's where I am. So I think that's probably it. Those, those particular timing, um, you know, becoming the marathon program director and, and getting into ultra distance races was a big part of my life. I, I'm running out of time to train right now. So I still get out there and run. I still get to the woods. I took Anna to the woods just last week when she was in town. And I love the trail running. So I still love that and I'm still passionate. But that role has had to dip a little bit because Fit Bodies is just rocking and rolling. And I got to you know, use them as much time as I can to be more and more involved in that. So, so I think that would be my answer on that one. That's so cool. I'm just going to jump in before Morgan <laughs> takes over because I, it, what occurred to me is like you said, you know, you've never had a business plan, but I think it's just been in your head. Like I, I'm sidebar. I'm completely obsessed with cooking shows. So I always like, <laughs> like watching the, the contests and, you know, the, the judges analyzing the different cooking styles. 
but um, the, the judges were saying in this particular co- cooking show that there are, are cooks that cook, cook on instinct. And then there are uh, cooks who cook on like pure technique and pure method. And I think that that's what I hear from you. It's like your, your business based on instinct. And I think there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just, I think it's so cool that you've allowed yourself to trust yourself and let that flow just happen. That's really inspirational. Yeah, thanks, Jennifer. It's nice that you pinpoint that because I'm that way with everything. You know, I'm, I love, like I said, I love learning. So I, I study wines and I collect wines and I can't get enough information about that. And I'm with you on the cooking thing. I love it too, but I never do a recipe the way it is ridiculous you know I have to add something to I have to put me in it somehow and um and I was obsessed with that too my son used to laugh at me because I have a I used to have a workout room now it's my granddaughter's uh, playroom but there was an elliptical in there um when I had injured something who knows what I did I don't remember but anyway um I was watching the food network when it first came on and my son walked in he goes this is this is really kind of weird mom that you're on a fitness a piece of fitness equipment and you're watching the food network <laughs> but there was a different reason for it so i'm with balance. you on beautiful dichotomy <laughs> yeah balance, balance. <laughs> oh, well i definitely echo jen i love that story i think it's really fun and inspiring for sure because i do think a lot of people end up feeling crippled by like i have to have it all together before i can go and make it a thing it's like no you can just see what happens um, and go for it. And if it doesn't work, you know, then that, that's, there's plenty of learnings that come from that. But what if it does work? Mm-hmm. Um, which again, it like comes with a lot of like privilege in the sense of like just feeling really empowered in yourself to be able to do something like that. But I definitely think it's something that anyone can tap into. So Thanks for sharing sure. that. And I, that was my next question was going to be, how did Fit Bodies come to mm-hmm. uh, be? And so thank you for yeah. um, mm-hmm. saying that. I think I'll pivot a little bit with the question of, you know, what is something that like, it's been around for s- several, several years. And so it's grown um, like crazy. And so is there like a fun moment or I'm sure there's still moments happening every day that you have seen since its inception and its growth that you're just like, oh gosh, I, I am on the right path and this does feel really good or just maybe something that a trainer has said to you after a vacation, anything um, that you want to share that you've seen with the growth of it? Yeah. You know, I tell the story a lot. Um, I started off with one hotel, like I said, and there were several hotels in this particular chain of hotels. Um, and I was, I was lucky enough, one of them was in Brazil, which is really cool, Dominican. Most of it was Jamaica. It was a Jamaican-owned uh, company called Super Clubs. And I eventually, it, 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 what was cool about the, build, the, the growth of Fit Bodies was that, um, uh, again, I didn't have a, a plan, uh, but it, was, it grew as slowly, but I never went on any uh, sales calls that came to me. So, so managers would hear about it. They would contact me but not in a big influx because if that had happened, I would not have been able to do it. And I would have not been able to say no. I mean, I would have been able to do it, but it would have been a struggle. So as they dropped in slowly, but surely I added, I was able to accumulate more and more instructors through word of mouth, 
through newsletters that were actually in the news, in, in the mail, you know, all those things that we had to do back then. And I don't know how much you were, uh, or how, if you were around in any of that, but I, all of us have, I think most of us, myself included, kind of forget what it was like. Um, but I, and I think back on it and I wonder how the heck I did build a business without an internet, but it, it's possible. Um, but anyway, so it was like, just, it was, it was happening in my life and, and it was happening in my business, but I didn't think of it as that. I just was doing it and just kept doing it and got excited. Every time a new hotel would, would come, you know, to me, I would, it, it would be celebration time. It would be new year's Eve. It would be, you know, balloons and fireworks. And then, you know, and then I had, I, there was one moment, I remember it distinctly. I was in the woods with my friends going for a run and I see this, uh, this email that we were in emails then this was 2008, I think maybe. And it was a manager saying, uh, you're, you know, the, these instructors aren't confirmed and, and it was a reservations person. It was, it was, I was getting really nervous and I came to a point where it looked like I was going to, uh, nobody was hearing me, you know, at this organization. And what was happening was this organization was getting ready to, to close down, but I didn't know this. And it was there most, almost all of my hotels were with this organization. And so I, I did make, you know, one thing that I do and I will never change is that I become personal with the people I work with. That's just the only way I know how to do business. There's, like I said, I don't want to sit across the, uh, you know, um, principal's office desk. And uh, so I, at least, you know, that came, um, that came, you know, uh, to, to my rescue because I did have a personal relationship and I was able to reach out to one of the top people and help me with that. So things were a little shaky and it was a shaky time for all of us, you know, and in the, in, um, in the U.S. and, and in, even in the world with uh, you know, the economic downturn and all. And I'm sure that has something to do with what was going on with the business uh, or their business. So uh, there was a, a, another organization trying to do what I was doing, but the gentleman got himself into a little trouble and he fled the country. I won't go into big details, but, went, but he had a, hotel, a couple of hotels. He was in the tennis end of it. And I work with tennis pros too. Um, and he had a couple of hotels in Mexico. So uh, my husband, myself, and uh, one of the girls who works with me, Denise Cox, um, we decided we're going to take ourselves to Mexico and we're going to just knock on some doors, which is not the way I like to do it. I like somebody to tell me they want to work for me. I don't like, I don't want to go knocking on a door and saying, this is what I do. I mean, that's just, I just don't have the comfort level for it sometimes. I'm better at it now, but anyway, back then. So we did, we knocked on a few doors, but we ended up working with a hotel. And it was very cool. It was our first Mexico hotel. And the entertainment manager, who that's our department, usually, it was this gorgeous guy with this beautiful accent, of course, in Mexico. And I mean, everybody loved him. So I'd send my instructors and, and they would talk about this guy when they would come back. Andres this and Andres that and Andres said. And you know, they, I think he loved the girls as much as the girls loved him. So um, we get a, a message from uh, one of our instructors saying, oh, you know, he left and he's now working for, he's now at one of these secrets hotels. So we're like, wow, that's good information. Let's go drop in on them. So we had his number, we dropped in on him and he said, let me introduce you to my boss, he's here. And he's the one who's in charge of all of the hotels. And at the time there were nine. So we, we came back two days later, the gentleman comes around the desk to see us. We're waiting for the interview. He comes around the desk and he's not from Mexico, which was kind of a positive thing. I'm learning Spanish now, but I had no idea how to say anything but other than hola and gracias, you know? Um, so he looks over 
And Denise said, you know, I think he's checking us out to see who's going to take this call, take this uh, interview or take this meeting. So he does. And we sit down and we talk for a little bit. And finally, he's just real quiet. And then he looks at me and he said, how would you like to have all nine of our hotels? We, my boss just said, find me some yoga and Pilates instructors. And you just walked into my life. <laughs> and I seriously was ready to jump up and down and shoot off the fireworks, but I was trying to be cool. And the other two in the room, my husband and Denise, I'm sure felt the same way. We were wiggling in our chairs, you know, and I'm like, that would be very, very nice. I would love that, you know, and the whole time I'm screaming inside. And so that group of hotels is now almost a hundred hotels. And I work with every hotel uh, that they have. Every time a hotel opens, and that's one of the organizations I was talking about that are opening new hotels before we got on, um, I work with every one of their hotels. So as they grew, I grew. And I grew because of them, but I also grew despite them, you know, because people were enjoying what they were doing. The level of hotels, losing that super club's chain was, was dreadful. It was, it's still, I still feel the pit in my stomach when I think about it. Uh, but I still have lifelong friends from there and I still continue to see them. Actually, I'm going into Jamaica next week and I'm going to be seeing some of my friends from Super Club. So it's not gone. It's still in my heart. But what happened was this transition with this other company that I had no idea was going to turn into what it is. And the other thing, right after that, the swine flu happened. So we were in Mexico. We we're so excited. Now, all of a sudden, what just happened? But we got through that, too. And so I think about those things when I think about what we've gone through, and I know that's one of the questions coming up, <laughs> what we've gone through, because we can't not talk about that. But I think those kind of things prepare you and you can look back on them um, and, and, and you know maybe learn from them, but also realize I've been here before. And um, what, how, how much, how, how bad can it be? You know, I've been here before, so, and I made it. So let's see um, what we can make of this. So I think that that, you know, maybe that's a little different than what that question that you asked, but that is, uh, yeah, that is my thought on that. <laughs> and that's what comes to my mind, that my pivotal moment, uh, that'll always be it. It's a glorious bridge to the next question. <laughs> and like I had a, um, one of my, one of my partners that I've had in the, in the WEFA lead uh, program was talking to me about kind of building strength, building emotional strength. And it's essentially what you just said. Like there's such a parallel between, you know, when you cross that finish line at, at, at your marathon and you're like, I can do this. So then every other marathon it is possible. You've just opened that door, but it works the same way in challenges. Once you come through a challenge, it's like, I got this. It might suck but I got this. So that I think if you can find the gift in any situation, it's that door that opens for you. That's like, here I am and, and it'll be okay. And I just, I love that story of one door closed and then the other door opened and then you experienced total serendipity. And it's like, wait, wait, you want, sorry, you need me for all nine locations. I'm your girl. 
It happened after that, by the way, okay, we, found, we found a, we, we were staying near Playa del Carmen. We found a place in Playa del Carmen. We're like, do you have Dom Perignon? And they're like, yes, we do. We were drinking Dom Perignon on a beach. I mean, it had to be, you know, it had to happen. <laughs> How many resorts do you have now in total that you work with? I'm not sure because I just announced a new one. And there's another one coming on board in January. I just don't have the definite dates yet in Cozumel. I'm excited about that. A new hotel in Cozumel. Um, and we just just uh, we just announced Zoetry uh, Casa del Mar in Los Cabos. It was there. It had some destruction during the Hurricane Odile. Um, it went back out of uh, the management company and now back in. And so we're so excited to be part of that. So I haven't counted lately. I think um, you know I don't have all 100 of what what this hotel chain has because some of them are in Europe, like we, uh, Anna. And I were talking earlier on, on the interview. Um, but yeah, just about 100 is what we think we have. But um, some of those in Europe are potentials. We're just waiting for, you know, the opportunity for all of us to be able to travel again. So there's going to there's some others. And then also uh, the contract that I uh, signed two weeks before uh, our our world um, changed. Um, I signed a contract with Club Med in Southeast Asia for uh, actually uh, for Pacific and, and Southeast Asia for over 19 hotels. And those will happen. It'll be a few years as they all start to roll out. So um, again, almost um, similar to my original story that, that I, you know, 19 hotels in Southeast Asia is a lot, you know, we have to, we're, we want to build our, our structure down that direction. So, you know, not that the, we wanted the pandemic to happen, but that's kind of, giving us a chance to get ready for it all, you know? So that's coming too. But right now we're right around hundred, but we have more positions than we do hotels because some of the hotels, they are big enough or they like to have more variety. So they may ask me for two positions a week. So a yoga and a fitness or a tennis and a fitness um, or both, you know, just two positions, whatever I want to send them. So we have, uh, you know, more, more positions even than we do hotels. That's amazing. I think it'd probably be, I'm going to deviate from the questions, Morgan, because I think it'd probably be really interesting for our listeners to know like how it works and if they wanted to, uh, to, to sign up as a potential Fit Bodies instructor, how that would work. But I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm listening to all of your locations and I'm like, do you know, I have been in my house for like literally the past year and a half, anywhere, although anywhere. That's what I hope everybody thinks, <laughs> Jennifer. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's really funny that it nothing's really changed that much even over the 35 years, 30 some years that I've been doing this. And the, the, the same simple system exists. We did build a website with a shopping cart, you know, before that we were doing this by news or by letters and people were sending me checks, whatever. Uh, very simple. So uh, what we need to do is find out exactly what you do and, and, and how you do it and how many times a week you do it. So like, what are you certified to teach? What do you teach? Where do you teach? What do you, you know, what, uh, how long have you been teaching? yoga, what styles do you teach? You know, so we need all those details. So we have you create a profile on fitnessprotravel.com. That's our website. And that is where everything lives. That's where the, you know, Fit Bodies lives is on Fitness Pro Travel. Um, 
So you go in, you register, you create a free account is what we call it, a profile. We want an updated picture every year. We need uploaded copies of certifications because you don't travel unless you are currently certified or licensed in what it is you're gonna teach. Um, and we also need, like I said, all those details. I, I asked for a bio. I want you to tell me about your dogs. I want you to tell me about your, your loves and your inspirations. But the professional experience needs to be detailed so that I can know that you're gonna represent fit bodies in a very positive and professional way. And also that, the, that you are set up to be able to choose where you wanna go based on your qualifications. Um, so next up, somebody looks that over and uh, you know, sends a note if we need more information and you're approved right then and there. Uh, you're creating your own login and you'll log back in and you'll see on our website, all these locations and you'll be able to read a little bit about them. And each location has a, has a page where we call the add to cart page. So that's all the dates. We like Sunday to Sunday travel, except Club Med, they like Saturday travel. So you'll see Sunday to Sunday dates. You can travel, that's your session. Uh, you can travel as many of those as you want, back to back or throughout the year or whenever, uh, but you choose one session at a time you're going to pay what we call our admin fee. And again, all these words came up. I just, you know, made up the words and there they are and they're still there. So the administration fee is basically a service fee that you pay for us to set it up for you to travel and stay for free. To stay for free, you actually pay your own way there, but you'll stay for free at these luxury all-inclusive resorts. And I tell you, they are amazing. They're not just buffets i mean yes there's a beautiful buffet but it goes and goes and goes but you know culinary experiences beyond anything you would find going down the street in la you know you're going to eat at a restaurant not at a dining room in a hotel um you're going to have 24-hour room service you're going to have 24-hour concierge service your accommodations are going to be amazing all these things and you get that by trading your services by teaching one or two classes a day to the resort guests, getting to do what you love to do, inspiring people from all over the world, instead of paying to stay there. You bring your family along, one adult is, is always included, and uh, children 12 and under, two of them are included uh, at the family resorts. Some of our hotels actually allow a little older without extra fees. And all that's included in the administration fee, which varies between 500 or 550 for the week. Typically, you guys, that is what it would cost for one night at these hotels. That's how high end they are. Uh, you do pay to get there. So that's another fee that you pay. Um, we have, uh, you, you're as a basic member, you can travel the next four weeks. But if you want to travel up to 13 weeks in advance and book your trips in advance, um, there's a $67 travel membership that you would, you would sign up for to upgrade to travel. $67 for the whole year. And that gives you 13 months in advance to book. Um, as long as, as many times as you want, as many times as, as, and in many weeks as you want to go. Um, so that's there. And then we also have one other thing called the gift fund. And I have to bring it up. Um, it's always confusing for people. And, and, uh, and it's called gift fund because that's what I called it in 1998. So <laughs> it's called. Um, so what I, did, what I found out, uh, what we found out as we were traveling there, um, you know, here, in, when I started this business, when things started, it was the mid nineties and we were on steps, right? So we had to have, have steps and they had to have mats and we had to have a sound system and we had to have a microphone system and we had to have a sound system with pitch control and all these things and weights and bands and tubing. That's what we used. And a springform wood floor and all these things. Well, they didn't have that. So I had to get it to them. 
in, in an island, in a developing country. <laughs> so um, that was another thing my husband said, uh, we're gonna keep supplying all these things. We gotta figure out a better way. So the instructors are part of this contribution. It's $150 every week. You contribute to the gift fund. And what we do is we, are, we in, enable the entertainment department to put on the most amazing shows and have all the equipment that they need that they don't have in their budget. Because they're told, blow us away, but we're not gonna help you with it. You gotta figure out a way to blow us away on this budget. Well, we add to that budget. So we're offering this to the entertainment department and it's, it's such a pleasure. I know sometimes people whine about it a little bit, but you know what, when they walk in, if they, if they carry something, for instance, most of the time we ship it. So you don't have to carry things in your suitcase these days. Back in the old days when it didn't matter, it was easier. Now it's not so easy, but a laptop or an iPad might come with you. The look on their face when you hand them what they want, what they ask for, what they need is, is priceless. And I love it. I had to carry, and I'm not saying anybody else has to do this because it was me. I carried a bunny head one time, a gigantic bunny head. And I put it in one of my son's uh, Tom drum cases because I couldn't figure out how else to do it. I got across customs through Mexico. The guy looked at me and he goes, what's in there? I said, it's a bunny head. He goes, okay, get out of here. Go ahead and go. I don't, I'm not even going to ask. But anyway, the look on their faces when I was able to provide the things that they want is amazing. So it, it, it's uh, another passion of mine to be able to help them. And that's part of the fee. So you look at that, you add those up, you buy your airfare and off you go. We, um, you are confirmed, you are activated based on your qualification. So if you went in to look, you say, hey, I wanna travel this week. Um, there's a yoga position and I teach yoga. You would qualify, you'd be able to book it. If you looked at a tennis position and tried to book it, you wouldn't be able to. So that's how our website's set up. You know, you can see all of it, but you're gonna book what, what you're, you're qualified to book. And that's it. You go, the entertainment team meets you there. You get to teach the classes and inspire everybody else. And then you get to have a pina colada and float on a raft and do whatever it is that you like to do on vacation when you're not teaching. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So amazing. The best fusion ever. Right. <laughs> and also, we for members, you get 10% off. And so here pretty yes. soon we'll be um, sharing that for you can gain access a 10% discount on your first um, booking with the code WEFA10. So I will make sure to use that in the follow-up as well. Good. Yes. To wrap up, we'll do this last question and then we'll ask some fun rapid fire questions. Speaking of the pandemic, like obviously you guys, I'm sure, um, being in the travel world, um, you know, that was hard. And, but as you said, you've dealt with what pandemics before. And so you, you guys have gotten through it. Um, I'd love to hear mainly if you have any advice for fitness professionals who are just still, you know, feeling everything from about two years now of this pandemic, if there's any advice, especially with such a seasoned, wonderful mentor in the industry like yourself. Yeah, you know, it, it was, it was tough. It was scary. Um, well, it actually, it wasn't even that scary because nobody, I don't think anybody, but I know myself, I, I'm a positive uh, thinker, as you could probably tell. Um, and I, you know, I just, it wasn't like I didn't believe it, but I just felt like, you know, 
it's not gonna be that bad. You know, we're, we're gonna get through this. And, and then as things started making sense that it was going to continue and, and, and then, you know, roller coaster as it has, you know, we have become travel advisors. We've always been, I've always been somebody that wants to make sure there's no surprises, but that, that became fairly intense because there's so many changes in the tra and travel industry itself are confused, just confused. I mean, you know, there's, there's the traffic light system and then there's this and there's that and all of a sudden they changed their mind. And so that part, we, we, we decided that, well, without even deciding, it was, it was a necessity to be informed. And so that's the biggest thing. I think being informed, um, not by Facebook uh, messages uh, about, you know, this or that, but to really be informed, to read it from the right place. So we, you know, we, we created the Teach on the Beach instructor page in, on Facebook, and it's awesome. And we tell, we, I love it. And so any listeners want to jump on there, um, it's, it's an awesome feature because you get to see what's really happening. So I think that was really a great way for us to show that we're really traveling and it's happening and, and people are healthy and safe. Even in June of 2020, we were traveling already into Jamaica and then in July into Mexico. Um, safely and all these things but we you know to get the word out to people come on our website and and you're going to see pictures but go to our Facebook page and you're going to see real people and their comments and so we were able to you know maybe help people understand that it's okay to climb out of the basement and get on a plane and go we went we're doing it hotels are surviving they're doing all the right things and that's why I mentioned in the beginning how the uh, all-inclusive well I think I mentioned this to you guys before we went on all-inclusive market is is what's driving the travel industry these days because of the fact that they came in and did all the right things they're keeping people safe so my advice to people is um, especially if you're not teaching live yet um, and you love teaching live there's something about it you might not realize what you missed until you go and do it you might not realize what what you know, we signed up for this, not because it's a billion dollar business of, of how much money we make as an aerobics instructor, a fitness instructor, or a yoga teacher, you know, we signed up because we love what we do. And, and all of a sudden, yeah, you're still doing it on zoom, maybe, or maybe you're not. Um, but what you don't realize what you miss until you get to do it again. And I see it in the faces of the people that I work with when I'm traveling with them. And I see it in the faces of the people I teach on the beach. So if you're a little bit apprehensive, ask us or ask somebody on Teach on the Beach, you know, how's it feel? How do you feel? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable? Do you, I felt every time I travel and I've traveled a lot since this started, I've never felt safer because there's plenty of space and the hygiene is crazy. And the guys don't, nobody at the hotels takes a mask off. Uh, you can wear them if you want, if you feel comfortable wearing them yourself. They recommend it or re require it walking into indoor spaces sometimes. And even some of our hotels expect you to wear it when you're teaching. Very few, but it still can happen. But you know that they're dedicated to keeping people safe and healthy. So dedicated that they're giving you free 14-day stay if you happen to test positive, because you know we all have to test to come back to the States at least, and then and the same thing with Canada. Uh, although soon Canadians are going to have to be vaccinated to even go, but I think they still have to test. Um, so they even give you free accommodations for 14 days. That's how secure they are in their mind that they are taking care of you. So my, my recommendation would be go, just go. I, you don't know until you go. 
And when you go, you're not, I have not had one person say, I'll never do that again. Even without the pandemic, I would say that, but it, during this, you know, this, un, un, you know, we're, we're not sure, we're not sure about ourselves. We're not sure about what, what you're going to find out. Go, you're, they're going to take great care of you. You're going to have an opportunity to do what you love to do again, finally. And um, the smiles on the faces of the people that are there taking the classes from you are going to be as big as yours because you get to be doing something that you love and they're going to feel that too. And they're excited that they can, they can actually move. And what are we doing? We're, we're helping people with their immune system. So they, if they, they don't get sick or if they do get sick, they don't get that sick. And so we're here uh, for a purpose again. Uh, and uh, you can find that and get some fresh air, get some vitamin C, get some sunshine, vitamin D, get, get, you know, just feel, feel what it's like to be in an environment that doesn't, um, that, that, that doesn't scream pandemic, that doesn't, you don't realize that you are in the world we're in or what we've gone through and what we're coming out of because you're on vacation and vacation is vacation. And it's not, um, you know, it doesn't have all the, the, the bad feelings that you have when you're feeling that you're locked in or you can't do what you want to do or the things are changing. It puts you in a new mind perspective. And I, I just think that everybody should do it. I think everybody should do it. <laughs> and I'm going on Sunday. I'm doing it again. I mean, it's been wet uh, almost a month. <laughs> so getting my fix. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. So let's move to the rapid fire okay. questions okay. and like I have so many, but I'm just really, I'm really curious, like the past two years, where have been your, where have you traveled over the past two years while everybody else was at home? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So the past two years I've been, uh, Mexico, Dominican, uh, Mexico and Dominican back and forth, back and forth, Mexico, Dominican, you know, a few domestic areas of Florida, where else have I been? Uh, but, oh, <laughs> my <laughs> a little helper here, um, but mainly because I have so many hotels in Mexico and um, the Dominican, those are the areas. I haven't made it back to Jamaica yet. That's what's coming up on Sunday. So I'm excited to get there. Awesome. I love it. And for the last question, what is actually your favorite workout um, if you have one? Oh, <laughs> so you know, I thought you were going to say favorite resort. And I was like, no, no, don't ask me that <laughs> Um, eh, favorite workout. So it's, it's too hard for me to just pinpoint. Um, I, I started practicing yoga over 25 years ago and I was lucky enough to find Ashtanga cause that fits my personality. And that's why I still absolutely love it because you can never, ever get, um, you know, uh, perfect. You're never, ever perfect. I think that's why I can continue to do it because I can get bored after a while. I, I mean, I am a bored, but like I need new inspiration, maybe. I don't know. Um, so I love practicing yoga and I, and I love running. But, you know, one of my favorite things to teach um, is strong nation. I love that workout. It's um, actually strong 30. I like the 30 minute version. I was uh, brought, that was brought to me by my good friend and longtime member, Kelly Bullard, before it was even had a name. She showed me the, what, what was coming up and I fell in love. I, I've always been, I was a master trainer for Thomas the Promise and uh, Enterprises back in the days of box aerobics and you kick, I love that. So, um, so anyway, that's, 
style. What I what I didn't love at first was having to do the choreography thing that they you know that they do. And because I'm a freestyle, you know, when you start doing the in the industry, when we started in the early uh, in the mid '80s, when I started teaching aerobics, that's all building block method. You know, I I don't even know what I'm going to do. Anna will ask me, "Do you know what you're going to do?" I'm like, "No, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I don't want to know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start and it's going to go." So now all of a sudden, I have to know everything. Every move has a sound. Every sound, every move has a sound. And that was a challenge to me. I practiced and practiced and practiced and listened to the music. And first time I taught it on a beach, I was disappointed in myself because I couldn't teach. It was like, I was just performing and it was so disappointing. And I was like, gosh, I'm not even a teacher. I'm just a performer. So I practiced some more till I got it to a point where I didn't have to think about it. And then I could teach it. And then I could cue and then I could inspire. And then I was in love. So that's my favorite format to teach, especially at the resorts, because I can talk anybody into 30 minutes of a workout. So I love being able to say, hey, it's just 30 minutes. Come on over. You can do this. And then you can have your, you know, pina colada. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this is amazing. I definitely, you know, I, I think I send your your website to people like on a weekly basis because I'm like, listen, you love to travel. You need to do this. Like, so, um, I I was excited for you to share, um, with our community and just appreciate you for being here. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for letting me share all my ramblings. You know, I get going. Thank you for keeping me on track, (laughs) but it's an exciting, it's an exciting thing. I want everybody to enjoy it. You know, when I go to trade shows or when I talk about it, I don't, I'm not a vendor. I'm not somebody selling something. I'm somebody that's here to offer you an amazing experience, a vacation that you might not have ever been able to have. But we do this because we love it. We do fitness because we love it. And we want others to feel the same way, like I mentioned in the beginning. So why not do it while you're on vacation? And, um, and, and you know, again, we're just bringing uh, fitness and making the people all over the world appreciate us. So um, it's just, it's just fun to be able to spread the word. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that and get more people uh, on board to these fitness uh, extravaganzas in these beautiful, uh, beautiful locations. That's wonderful. Thank you for being here, Suzelle. Thank you for tuning in to the WeFa Waves podcast. And if you want to find out more information on how to get involved, you can check them out at fitnessprotravel.com. Until next time. Start at the beginning. Start with you. WeFa lead. Leadership through elevation, awareness, and discovery. In a nutshell, it's 13 weeks plus you, a partner, and a community going on an intensely supported personal deep dive into who we are, why we're here, and how we are going to make the biggest impact possible. Sound big? It's a completely transformational program that we recommend for everyone, no matter the age, experience, or background. Join us for the next edition of the WeFa Lead program.